Hey friends, Dean here with some exciting news to share. You can now buy us a coffee. That's right. You can help support independent content creators like us by becoming a member of the 3324 Green Room at buymeacoffee.com slash 3324. Our episodes will always be free and that will not change, but your support at buymeacoffee.com slash 3324 will help us continue to bring you the best in music and movie podcasting, in our humble opinion. As a Green Room supporter, you'll not only have our undying gratitude, but you'll also be able to vote on which episodes we record and receive other perks for as low as $3 per month. That's the price of a cup of coffee. There's absolutely no obligation and nothing about the show will change. It's not going behind a paywall. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash 3324 for all the details. The link will be in the show notes of every episode as well. We'll see you in the green room. We're opening chapter two of the book of Boba Fett. Or should this episode be called Dances with Fett? We'll talk about that as well as give you the hits, the misses, and our grade for this episode. Stay tuned. Get ready for the 3324 Podcast, where lifelong friends Dean Legiro and Eric Cooper share their love of all things music and movies. Dean has directed short films and is a music trivia buff. And Eric, trained in audio engineering, brings his extensive knowledge of music and film to the conversation as they discuss, debate, and celebrate their favorite albums, films, and much more. Welcome, friends, to our seven-chapter miniseries, The Book of Boba Fett. Every Monday, we will be dissecting the latest episode that came out the previous Wednesday on Disney+. Plus. Eric is here also uh, hello, consuming hello. the same episodes as me. Yes. I and in the same order. It, I watched it three times. Three? Yeah. I got two, 2.2. 2. Okay. I skipped around. So I watched it twice, and then I went back and kind of needed to check some points without yes. having to watch the whole thing again so, there's a lot of points to um, check in this one there's a, there's a, lot of interesting, yeah, a lot of interesting stuff going on in this episode yeah um episode it's episode number two that we're on out of seven episodes so again you can join us every monday uh for the new episode and they will be spoilers but we're giving you enough time they come out on wednesday we do it the following monday so you've got enough time to sure to, to watch it and mm -hmm. then check in with us. But Or if you're going to wait and binge them all at once, then you've got all these episodes waiting for you as well. So this is episode number two, uh, titled The Tribes of Tatooine, directed by Steph Green. She's done a lot of, of TV work, a lot of episodic television work. So she's tailor-made for, uh, for this show. Written again by Jon Favreau this episode. Yes. Um, let's, let me give you a short plot synopsis, and then we will talk about it. And then we will give our hits and misses, and then we'll grade... The episode at the end. So in this episode, Boba Fett learns the identity of who was responsible for the assassins that the, that he encountered in the previous episode. It's not the mayor, as the assassin confessed. Uh, Jabba the Hutt's cousins, the twins, appear and lay ancestral claim to Jabba's criminal empire. But Boba asserts that he's the daimyo and mm -hmm. refuses to budge. Yeah. We are also introduced <clears throat> to Black Kersantan, the Wookiee bounty hunter and protector of the twins. The rest of the episode goes back to Boba's time with the Tuscans as he helps them battle uninvited trespassers in the tribe's territory of the Dune Sea. We learn that the trespassers are the Pike Syndicate, who are smuggling spice through the territory. They're warned not to do this anymore, or going forward, they must pay for passage through the Dune Sea. Boba Fett is accepted into the Tuscan tribe and constructs his own gaffy stick out of mm -hmm. a branch from a mystical tree. And there it is. Did I sum it up? 
You summed it up. That was I very summed it well up. done, sir. Right? Nice, right? <laughs> kind of word economy. Because I can go. go on. I could have spent 15 minutes just oh, talking. Oh, sure. You know, it was hard for me to recap the episode. Yeah. The other, the first episode was kind of flashback, flash forward, flashback, flash forward. This one really just kind of, we got some present day stuff in the beginning, literally less than 15 minutes of it. And then the rest of the episode back you to, know, he goes to the back to tank. And then now we know when you see the back to tank, it's pretty much going that's, into a dream state or flashback. Lead in. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I guess let's start by talking about some of the, the reveals and the cameos in this thing. I mean, there was a, a ton. I mean, okay. um, we, we, re- we, we learned that the assassins, uh, they do, they are a part of something called the Order of the Night Wind, I think is possibly linked to the Crimson Dawn crime syndicate that we saw in Solo. Uh, Mok Shaiz is the Ithorian mayor of Mosses, where he's revealed to be one of the, the, the hammerhead Yep, the Type hammerhead alien races. Uh, yep, That's what like they that. used to call them back in our day. Was yep, just hammerhead. The hammerhead. <laughs> <laughs> Which, interestingly enough, he you know he knows what's pretty much going on. There's a much bigger something happening. Of course, the twins, job is cousins, and then you know, uh, as you mentioned, uh, the, the black Wookiee. Yeah. He got his uh, Santa, or they call him Santa for short. They call him uh, BK yeah. for short. He's got he's got a lot of. Uh, pseudonyms and he he was his first appearance he appeared in the marvel comics yeah uh, a couple of different star wars runs back i think to 2015 so mm-hmm. he was already there but it's nice that i guess that now he's officially part of the star wars canon because they did kind yes. of erase some of the canon back in what when they uh, i think when when disney Lucas. bought lucasfilm yes. they, they mm-hmm. kind of said well this is not and this is so black chrysanthemum is a, a fellow bounty hunter too and that's some of the thing in the comics they he he may have worked alongside of Boba Fett. They did cross. They were in the bounty. They were I know that for a fact. They were, yeah. they were dispatched, yeah. and I believe they were hired by Vader uh, at the same time. Yeah, uh, Vader hired Boba Fett to go find Luke Skywalker, and he hired and Black Kersantan. He hired to go to uh, to Tatooine, I think, to or to find a somebody for the Emperor, like a rogue agent or something like that. Yeah, but, uh, and of course, I mean, you know this in the episode. I mean, Boba does recognize him. He says he mentions Gladiator because he knows that he used to be a slave or yep. a Gladiator, and he earned his freedom, and then he became a bounty hunter. Yep. Um, so there is that recognition there. That mutual. I think there's that mutual respect going on. You know, the, the, <laughs> he's giving him the kind of the the side glance, and he knows, you know, hey, don't mess with me. We're, I, I, hopefully, we'll get to see that play out. Yeah, a little bit I'm of, sure uh, they will. They, they, it was kind of a. Uh, a, a very special amount of time the camera spent on him. So, and, yeah. that, and that kind of wrapped up the, the, the whole now time. And then he pretty yeah. much goes back to the back to chamber and, and we flash flash back to his time with the Tuscans again. I'm sorry, but it, it was a, very much like dances with wolves. Oh, absolutely. Episode, where he's yeah, very spending derivative. time with them yeah. and, and showing them the ways of, of the technology. He, he grabs the speeder bikes. He goes to the bar which, um, if if for all you folks who don't know, um, I don't know if anybody would recognize it, but that is actually Tashi Station, and the, the, the famous young, Tashi Station that, that Luke mentions in the original film, and the young couple sitting there at the table—that's uh, Luke's friends, Kami and Fixer. From uh, they're making their little cameo from a scene that didn't make the quite make the film, yeah. but if you go on from, YouTube, you can see like a deleted scene from A New Hope yeah. where Luke goes to Tashi Station to you know to say goodbye to his friend Biggs, who's joining the rebellion, and these two are just uh, part of the gang they're that there. you know they hang out with. So 
you know, I, I thought the 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 biker gang thing was a little much, <laughs> especially on yeah, point. So, with, so just before that, the whole yeah. thing, the, this whole episode is this tr- this ma- this train goes speeding through the Dune mm-hmm. Sea, and they're shooting from the train and picking off the Tuscans, and the Tuscans are fighting back, but they're getting kind of just destroyed. So. Boba Fett's like, yeah, I'll I'll get rid of the train for you. I'll take care of it because he had noticed some a, a, a quote. It's kind of like a hell's hell's angels like speeder yeah. gang <laughs> going by. So he goes out into the night. He goes to the bar, which is Tashi Station, and yeah, yeah I mean, right down to the right down to the take, leather jackets and everything. I mean, yeah, like, with the with the patches on the back and stuff. It was yeah, just kind yeah. of really kind of a little strange. <laughs> um, he steals the bikes, brings them back. Right. Uh, and then we get a little a little humorous thing, which would with showing the Tuscans how to use the technology, how to use the speeder bikes. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of kind of humorous. And they're trying to jump, you know, show them how to jump from one to the other, which we saw Leia or Luke pre- execute pretty seamlessly in That's Return right. of the Jedi, jumping from yeah. one to the other. Like it seemed like it was no big deal, but apparently it's a little bit more difficult as we, as we find <laughs> well, out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was. uh I thought it was fun. I, I, it's interesting that, you know, you, you're not quite sure of the timeline and you're not sure of like exactly how long he's been with the tribe. How long, how long has this been going on yeah. with this train, what they call it, the long speeder, which I think was kind of, kind of cool. How much time has passed since he yeah. escaped from the Sarlacc pit? We don't really know this. I'm assuming that it's, it's been quite a while, you know, so he's been with the tribe for you know quite some time. They've, or he, they've, uh, he's earned their respect. And yes, this is this is that that very derivative storyline of of like Dances with Wolves or even Avatar for, you know. So we've seen this kind of thing happen yeah. again and again and again. I I think it suits the character though. I think it you know it's it's right for the character. We'll see because he's he's it's all about him belonging somewhere, right? I mean you know his whole life he's been a kid, he's been with one sort of scumbag group of bounty hunters to of another, and it's just mm-hmm. like he never found that that right family that I think, I guess his father had that nobility, had that sense of honor that these other, you know, other people weren't exactly teaching him. And I think this mm-hmm. is what, this is what this is trying to convey. So um, he gets the, he basically gets them trained, trained up, not to be corny, to <laughs> assault the train, but they get yeah. some train, you know, they're going to go and, and kind of stop, figure out, put, put a stop to the train because uh, the tra- another train comes through. So they're ready for it. And they kind of yeah jump it and, trying to either heist it or I guess, or just stop it or crash it. And they end up doing that. And then they find out that spice is being smuggled by the Pike organization. They kind of say, Hey, you know, you, you can't just come through here. This land has been, is part of their ancestral heritage from now on. If you come through, uh, you got to pay. And if not, you're going to be visited with, you know, more violence. Yeah. And then they go back and he, something jumps up his nose. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, this was probably the <laughs> oddest part of the episode for me because I it felt like I I almost feel like the episode should have ended with them like take you know when they start walking and they say you know and that's that I, I feel like that should have that's where the episode should have ended right there yeah. they could have saved this for another episode I feel this like vision quest that they put him on it yeah seemed a he, bit tacked on he um, kind of stumbles out into the desert and has yeah. this weird mis- weird trip and he comes back basically with a large branch. And Love they it. then then bring him over to a, like a little area, like a you know, like a shop, and and he gets shown how to craft the, the, the end of the yeah. end of the piece of wood into a gaffy stick, and they attach it, and that that was kind of neat. They sh- they went into the process of it and and how it's constructed, and that it's 
a lot of detail work in the wood and, and, and fashioning it and getting all that stuff, which, which I found was neat. And then they have this dance around the fire. So when you see like him, yeah, when you see him, his first appearance in the Mandalorian, you, you just assume that, you know, he's wearing these black robes and he's got a gaffy stick. You just assume that he might've like foraged that. Yeah, yeah. Killed some Tuscan along the way and just basically took everything off him. But no, he earned this thing. It's a, it's a rite of passage kind of thing. And yeah. Cause they, I, drape, I like they, they, they drape him and they, they adorn yeah. him in, in the, in the black. He doesn't robes. have to wear his white Boba Fett jumpsuit right. anymore. They kind of give him is, clothes and where that like sort an of acceptance. That yeah. sort of Bedouin look to him comes like the sort of like a desert, which I thought Lawrence was kind of Arabia ish. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's, you know, they, but that's Star Wars, right? I mean, they he kind of rips off everything. So you know, if you're yeah. going to pull on that thread, you got to go back and pull on every thread. I mean, it, you know, everything well, is kind of, I guess you know. if, if, if <clears throat> I don't have a problem with it, if it doesn't take me out of the story, but if I'm watching it and I'm like, this yeah. is reminding me actively of something else, that's when it takes me out. And that's what happened yeah. in this episode. Because a lot of the things for me were very derivative of other episodes of okay. other and, and from stuff from the Mandalorian. I'm like, we've kind of seen this already. Yeah. So let's let's kind of go with that. What what did what were your hits? What were what were some of your hits? What did you really thought, like about this episode? Well, I thought the like I said, I lo- I loved the the way they rolled out all of these characters. I think that you know the mm-hmm. pacing of it. I thought it was really well done because you know times you know when if if it had been any shorter, I think it would have been it would have felt too much. Like you know, but it, I I like the way uh, the director paced these characters out. I really like the cam- the cameo of Kaming and Fixer. I thought that was a neat Easter egg. I, the fight scene in the bar, I thought was a vast improvement over the fight in episode one. I thought, you know, this was the Boba Fett that we saw in that episode where he's like really tearing, you know, pe- throwing people around and, and, you know, hitting him with the stick and all that and all that kind of thing. So I thought the action was, was, was better. The train sequences, as far as my misses go, mm-hmm. <clears throat> to me, that was back to the future part three. I felt like that, that scene with, 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 with every time they, the, the robot, the droid, like he was like hitting the, the switch and the, like the, the, oh, the engine, turbo. like the turbo, like <laughs> it happened like three times. And that, yeah. that was definitely to me, that was definitely a nod to back to the future three. So that was a little much for me. That's the problem. I, and I have to say that, you know, there was the part where they reveal the spice that was right out of Dune. Yeah. I had just seen the new Dune, like the, the effect of it looked exactly like the way it looks in the new film the, it, it like kind of glows in the air. Like, it, you know, like I'm like, okay, come on, you know, that's, <laughs> but yeah. I, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother discussion because I feel like star Wars is a rip off of Dune anyway. <laughs> so now yeah. that I've read the book and seen, you know, whatever, but, but that's, a, that's a whole other thing. So that was probably my, my main misses with it. I, I didn't, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I didn't have a problem with the, with that storyline and the way it was presented. I understand your point about it taking you out of the story because it, it happens to me too. Yeah. A lot. So yeah. But yeah, those so are the my, moments that for me, it was kind of like, yeah, you know, so that anyway. for my, my hits, um, I like the mayor. I thought that was a cool character. He sounded a, a little, not exactly, but he reminded me of, of Quato from, from total recall, <laughs> just the way he spoke like very calmly. And, mm-hmm. and I kind of liked the little translator thing he had on him. There was a little little speaker coming out, and he's kind of just talking very calmly. So I kind of yeah. like that. Uh, Black Chrysanthemum. I, I wasn't really familiar with that character, so I thought that was kind of neat because you never see a bad Wookie, yeah, in the films yeah. so far. You've never seen one that's been on the other side of of the law, as it were. Right. So that was kind of really neat to see. Um, his char- his character design reminded me of one of the um, 
the ape designs from Tim Burton's ba- uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> kind of look like one of them. Those were the hits. The the misses, man. You know, you know, the the train sequence. They kind of rehashed it from the Mandalorian because they had that sequence in in the in the episode with Bill Burr where they're trying to take over that transport and and drive yeah. it in and they can't go too fast and they're getting attacked by right. by speeder guys on on other things and they're jumping on and they're using the hatches. It was just like I we I just saw this, you know. So yeah. I had a problem with that. Yeah, the bar scene I had a problem. With, I, I didn't care for as well because he just walks in. They show his his silhouette and then people just starting attacking him for no reason. Like the, the biker okay. gang just kind of they just try to walk over and they just like drop what they're doing. The people they're harassing <laughs> and then they just walk over to him and just start kind of slugging at him. I was like, what, was, you know, what was the point of that? It just that that's what I have a problem with is these things just don't they're, they're starting to take leaps in logic that just don't connect to, to anything. It's just he yeah. walks in and people just attack him for no reason. Um, and then this is just a little nitpick. Um, he's taking his helmet off too much. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, and, I, I want to see Boba Fett as Boba Fett, but he, as soon as he walks in, his helmet's off. Like he, I, I don't think we never got the impression that that was something he did. Mm-hmm. That just kind of like it's always been an enigmatic figure because of yeah. the armor and because of the helmet. And even if he's not a Mandalorian and doesn't, you know, isn't tied to leaving it on, it's kind of like that's the image that you that he's striking, you know, and that image of of being a fear and leader or whatever. He just kind of takes it off all the time. So I'm kind of like, yeah. you know, I know they want to show Tamora Morrison, but. That that's a nitpick. It is. But and, um I know. mean, but they I think that the fact that they have established that in The Mandalorian, that you know, his they they came up with this whole new storyline of of like a certain sect of Mandalorian. Yeah. Does it and, and, and don't and don't yeah, do and don't and Boba yeah. Fett is definitely not part of that. Definitely not. You know, but uh, but we've so, seen Django without his helmet enough times in, in Attack of the Clones, too. So I mean yeah. you yeah. know, so maybe, you know. Yeah, I guess I, again, I, I see I, what you're saying, but yeah. I get it. I get it. I the think problem more... for me is is none of this Tuscan stuff is explaining why he's changing. All you know, he, he like it's, I think I said in the last episode, he went into the Sarlacc, this badass bounty hunter who was in it for the money, comes yeah. out, gets captured, and we we still you know if there if there's going to be this explanation for a change, I I, I want it because I need yeah. to understand why he's changing, not just. There's nothing explaining why he's going from a bounty hunter to all of a sudden not wanting to be one and just be like this crime lord and doesn't know how to be a crime lord. So there's a little humorous thing there. Of he's figuring it out, which I'm fine with, but they're just not explaining right. why this change happened. Instead, we're getting a, a you know a 20 minute train scene when they could have just been using that to develop the relationship yeah. more and explain it. So that that's my that's my problem with it is. You know, I want well, to understand I, what, where, why this I, well, change is Well, I think it's happening. the perception of the character, too. I think, you know, a lot of people are just, they want that one-dimensional guy that we saw. But you can't write him as a no, bad guy no. all the time. You can't you no. can't have him just kill people. You know, there's got to be a reason. There's got to be, you know, so they're trying, I guess they're trying to, you know, just make him. Yeah, no, I get that. They're just not explaining it. And, but yeah. yet still dangerous, you know, like yeah. he's dangerous when he needs to be. And yeah. and I'm I okay think, with that. You know, we're just, we're just not getting the explanation. So, right. That's going to lead us to grade this episode. Okay. So for this episode, what do, what do you give it on a? We do we do uh, A through F as if we were in school. I <laughs> I'm gonna you know I enjoyed it. I, uh-huh. I'm gonna say I thought it was an improvement over episode one, so I'm gonna give it a solid B plus. I, nice. I I really liked it. Um, I think hopefully it's gonna get better. I don't think I'm gonna be able to give any anything higher than that until i see how this thing mm-hmm. rolls out I, I i you know i'm just i'm not going to allow myself to do that i don't sure. want to build the expectation either 
So I'm just kind of gradually trying to come into my own and Proceeding find reasons. With caution. Find reasons <laughs> to like it, actually. I just want to like it. You know what yeah. I mean? And maybe that's yep. maybe just being gushy or whatever, but I just No, I think know, that's I what it is. I think, it. We, I think we set our expectations high. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of bringing us down a little bit. My grade is a C. So it was okay. right in the middle. I didn't, it, you know, it wasn't a hate. I didn't hate the episode, but for me, it didn't really advance much. Mm -hmm. um, because my thing is, I want to see the stuff in the now. Like for me, that's the story. True. Yeah. You know, less of the, you know, and, and they're playing up the Tuscan so much that I have no, no choice but to feel in the last episode, he's going to be backed into a corner or something. And then the Tuscans are going to show up and help him. He's going to be <laughs> right. He's going to be in a situation where he's outnumbered and, you know, kind of like uh, Thunderheart with Val Kilmer when he's in the desert at the end and he's cornered and then all the, all the you know, all of his friends kind of come up from the mountains and they have him surrounded and they show up. Maybe. Uh, you know, they're kind of really Maybe. built. They're really pushing this because at some point we know he leaves the Tuscans and then yeah. goes to Jabba's palace. So we know he breaks with them or or leaves them at some point, which will probably happen next episode. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, a, a, B, a B plus, you said? I B plus, yeah. B plus for I Eric it. And, I, and a C yeah. for me. Uh, my my expectations are getting tempered a little bit more. Eric is cautiously optimistic and always oh, ever yeah. hopeful. Looking yeah. forward for episode three to yeah kind of tie this up for me. If you can tie sure. it up, then then yeah. I'm good to go and, and we and we continue because there's a lot of a lot of interesting stuff with the twins and the fets and yeah and all that kind of stuff. So they are building that story, which we're looking forward to. So you can find these episodes, these quick recaps every Monday uh, at the thirty three twenty four podcast. We have full length episodes that we do about music and movies those come out every thursday so won't you join us for those as well we would love to have you join us it would mean so much to us so we will see you next monday for chapter three in the book of boba fett and we will recap that episode as well and grade it for you for eric this has been dean and we will see you next week for chapter three of the book of boba fett you've been listening to the 3324 podcast with dean legiro and eric cooper you can find us on your favorite podcast provider. So please like, subscribe, and rate to become a part of the 3324 family. Your feedback is important, so make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 3324podcast and on Twitter at 3324p to join the conversation. 